Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord. Amen. I want to say again, Brother Burton, it is our privilege to be here tonight. Just to come and just to be with you folks and just to worship. Hallelujah. Tonight I would like to take a very simple thought and bring it to you tonight. If I had a title on it, I would just say the plain truth. But really, when it comes right down to it, there's nothing but the plain truth. There's so many things that try to be like what we are, and they try to mimic us, but there's a certain ring. There's a certain sound. Hallelujah. And I wish the world would, would hear and could hear. But not everybody is going to take heed. Many will come, they will listen, they'll walk away, they'll never darken the doors again. But it's still just the plain truth. I want to take our thought first from the book of Matthew, the 16th chapter, and probably most of you could quote all of these scriptures that I'm going to give us tonight because we're just going to talk about the plain truth. You know, uh, just uh, I remember when I was a, a little boy and our president was Franklin D. Roosevelt, I remember just as a young boy that he would come on the radio and give the fireside chats. And he would calm America. War was raging. We were in the midst of World War II. And uh, everybody was losing somebody or their children were going off to war. Some of the family was somehow, everybody was connected with the war that was being fought in Europe and the war, war that was being fought in uh, the Pacific. And everybody had anxieties, what is happening? But it seemed like it just calmed all the fears when... President Roosevelt had come on the radio and give his fireside chat. Well, I don't know what this is tonight. It may be just a fireside chat. But I feel it in my heart tonight. Amen. Because sometimes we have a tendency to, to look so deep in the Word of God, expecting to find something that nobody else has found. Sometimes I go and listen to preachers and I wonder what they said when I walked out. They were so far above my head that I didn't really understand what they were really talking about. But when they start talking about Acts 2.38 and Acts 1 and 8 and Acts 8.16, they drill me right between the eyes. I know where, where they are. And uh, I'm not that kind of an individual that looks for something that nobody else has ever found. But you see, the plain truth is really what it takes. Amen. I was raised on beans and taters. 
And uh, there's no better meal than beans and fried potatoes and cornbread and sweet milk. Yeah. And I'm not an oaky either. I'm a homegrown Bakersfield boy. Raised in... But you know what? And you know, I forgot the side of onion that we have to have on the side or, you know, here, a big old piece of onion. Man, I'm getting hungry already, Brother Burton. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, so when uh, Sister Allard says, what do you want for dinner? I said, uh, beans and taters. Sounds good, doesn't it? Y'all looking, licking your lips right now. Well, we're just going to give you some beans and taters tonight. A little bit of onion. And then we'll pass out the mouthwash later. <laughs> Hallelujah. Matthew, the 16th chapter and the 13th verse. And when Jesus came unto the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom... Do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremias, or one of the prophets. And he saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ. How you like that? Thou art the Christ the Son of the living God. And then Jesus goes on and talks about the first mentioning of the church. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto thee, but what? But by my Father which is in heaven. Now, I know all of you can quote it nearly, but we just want to have it exact. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Now, I really like that. Because he is beginning to talk about the reason that he came into this world. And for the reason that he came was to establish a church. And he said, and, and, and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, we can take confidence tonight in this because we know that there has been a church established by the master and the church wears his name amen and the the gates of hell you don't have to worry about it tonight the gates of hell are not going to win there are so many people that are afraid well, I don't know. Uh, I, I see it in the Word of God. I read about it. But I take the assurance tonight uh, that if I am in the church, uh, that the gates of hell are not going to prevail against me as an individual in that church. Amen. 
so far below our privileges tonight, church, uh, that we allow the world uh, and the things of the world to intimidate our walk with God. But you see, I have determined a long time ago by the word of God that if I am in the church, the gates of hell are not going to prevail against me. I did not say they would not come against me. I said they will not prevail. Now there will be some temptations there will be some trials. Uh, there'll be times of discouragement. But let me tell you something. That is not the end. That's just going along the road. But you see here he says, And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And then he says to Peter, I will give you the keys. Doesn't that say it in the 19th verse? And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever, huh? and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now many times we that really ought to excite us tonight. That ought to almost have us on our feet shouting, say, that's my church. There have been some keys that have given, that have been given, and they unlock the door, and that excites me to know that I can have those same keys. And I am privileged uh, to have exactly what Jesus was telling Peter that he could have. But you see, we've heard it so many times, it doesn't excite us anymore. We, We wait for somebody to say, hey, let me tell you something. Let me get something out of Chronicles. Way back somewhere here that nobody ever gets it. Nobody ever. Why? Is because we're not trying to impress people. We're trying to get them saved. We're trying to get them to get this experience. And if the plain truth doesn't get it, nothing will, church. The Bible said we are begotten by the word. And see, if they begin to realize and we begin to see uh, that this church that is being founded, uh, that Jesus is beginning to mention in the book of Matthew, it is going to become a reality, hallelujah. And if we can get in it uh, and we realize uh, that there is something that's going to keep the gates of hell from prevailing against us, uh, I want to be in it. I don't want to get in anything else. Uh, I'm not looking for something uh, that will just uh, excite me for a moment. uh, But you see, this takes us uh, from the cradle to the grave. We need to get this down on the inside of us. Hallelujah. You see, but then if we're not careful, well, that's all right. Matthew's all right. Uh Israel, way back in the book of what? Deuteronomy said, Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. Deuteronomy 6.4. What's 6.5 say? Get it for me. Please. Hallelujah. 6.4 says, Hear, O Israel. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God. Verse 
Moses is talking there, isn't he? Talking. Okay. Anyhow, we won't go into Bible But anyhow, here is Moses declaring what God has said. That here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Israel had to stand all day long and listening, listen to the reading of the Word of God. And what's he say? something church uh, it's going to be required of us some things uh, if we live for God this world is getting ready to wrap itself up I don't believe we've got much longer I'm not a prophet nor the son of a prophet and I don't preach a lot on prophecy but just the signs did you know what happened today in Israel They gave up part of the West Bank today after 26 years of ruling it. Every turn is peace. Let's have peace. Let's have peace. I don't know how it's going to all unfold. I don't know how it's all going to wrap up. Everybody's got an opinion and nobody really knows. But I want you to know this one thing. It said when you see these Things come to pass. Look up for your redemption draweth nigh. It's peace on every hand. We're trying to control the world. America is by putting soldiers out there and trying to calm the wars of the world. And we're claiming peace. And we've got disunity right here in America in Brussels right now. It's got your name. You say, I didn't give it to them. You didn't have to give it to them. The chips are prepared right now. Matter of fact, I don't know if that, I don't know if the computer chips is the mark of the beast or not. But in Brother Allen Abbey's church, they were taking all of the Vietnamese and the, uh, the Mongs, and we're going to put a chip in the town or in the back of that They're going to do it. And Brother Allen Abbey and them, they hired lawyers, and the government pulled back. They have the chip already in the hand of individuals, and they stand just like they do again when you go to buy your groceries. As a matter of fact, uh, they are introducing right now in America that you can have the chip put in your hand, Brother Burton, and say, give me you don't have to go to the bank. You don't have to carry money. You don't have to carry a 
It's already done. The chip is there. And when that money runs out, they just add a little bit more to your chip and you're back on the road again. Let me tell you something, church. I don't know how all this is playing into the plan of God, but it makes me to know that he's coming after a people that have made themselves ready. The world is wrapping itself up and sometimes we neglect the plain truth. the law. They listen to hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. All of Israel heard it. And you shall love him how? With all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your soul, all your might. But it's not very long till we read a little bit further down through the books of time that Israel has already forgotten about Deuteronomy 6.4 and 6.5 and they begin to play the role of a harlot. They go and do the whoredoms and they begin to marry and intermarry through the other tribes and nations when God said, you're a separated people. You're a set-apart people. But all Israel forgot that here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. They put up the groves. They put up the idols. And they began to worship the pagan gods. What happened? They forgot the plain truth. And so they were carried off into captivity. Captivity after captivity after captivity. They would call back on the Lord again. He would come and save them. And it was not but a few years that they'd go back into captivity. What happened? They left just as plain fruit. Looking, always something was better over just a little bit further over. Hallelujah. Now, I may be out of order when I say it, but I'm going to say it anyhow. The pastor wants to set me down. Let him set me down. Hallelujah. But let me tell you, if you can't live for God in this church, you can't live for God in any church. I think they say there's 17 oneness churches in the city of Bakersfield. Maybe more than that, I don't know. I'm just a visitor here. Hallelujah. But you know what? I go some places. I see some here. I see some over here. I see some there. Hey, let me tell you something. If you can't live for God, I'm going to say it again. If you can't live for God here, you're not going to be able to live for God over there or wherever you go. Hallelujah. That's just plain truth. Amen. Israel was supposed to stay with Israel. You don't go out here. Well, well Brother Allen, well, they believe like us. Well, then why leave here? to go there when they believe like you. I'm just a poor old valley rat here, born in Bakersfield, don't hold it against me. But you see, just the plain truth. Well, I, I think I could get along better over there. 
I'm just, I'm just talking about plain truth. Hallelujah. The church is built. The church is solid. It's the people that are unstable. The church is not going to be moved. The church can't even be shaken. It's all ready planted. It will not be uprooted. Hallelujah. Because God himself said upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. But you see, as we move along, let's find out another one of our truths here in the plain truth. Luke 24, 44 and 46. Somebody read it for me. Brother Burton, if I get, if I get tired, you just take over. Hallelujah. Luke 24, 44. Now, these are some of the things that we hold dear as our basic truths. But how often do we really hear them preach? All right, let's read. And he said unto them, And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you. This is Jesus speaking right now, right? These are the words, what? That I, which I spake unto you, which I spake unto you while I was yet with, with you, that all things must be fulfilled. That all things must be fulfilled. Which were written in the law of uh -huh. Which were written, written way back in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning. Hallelujah. We need to make that a big me. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get ourselves bigger than what he is. All of those things which were written in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scripture. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, uh -huh, to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. Now listen, hey, I'm not supposed to be preaching on that. He's just being born tomorrow. <laughs> How in the world did we already get past the earth and get over on the earth? Y'all forgive me. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we'll just jump on over uh, the 25th of December, that pagan holiday, and we'll just... Well, it really was, isn't it? At least I think it is. Hallelujah. Y'all may differ with me. I didn't put up a signature. I didn't need to put up any lights, but a burden. We qualify as we go. But you know what? Let me tell you something, Saints. I can tell you how you can put up a tree and get around that going to the forest and chopping one down and fixing the stand. Go buy a live one and dig it up and put it in a bucket. How am I doing? <laughs> Hallelujah. 
If he would come to the Ivory Coast, he'd see mine at the Bible school. It is so beautiful, isn't it, Sister Allard? But don't, let's get, not get off the plain truth now. Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the and dead, rise from the, dead the, third the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name. Plain truth. In his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. I'll tell you what, sometimes we don't hear that enough. Sometimes we don't hear a message on repentance. I like to people see see people get down and repent of their sins before they get baptized in Jesus' name. We want to get them to the water sooner or past repentance. Get them to the water and fill them with the Holy Ghost with our speaking in tongues. But you know what, church? It said... got to go all nations but i'm not so much concerned right now about the all nations in jerusalem i, I, I want to dwell on that repentance and remission of sins hallelujah that's the plain truth that's right. one of the truths that we ought to hold dear to us right. hallelujah and this is jesus telling them that repentance right. and remission of sins should be preached out we need more repentance preaching Because unless an individual comes to the altar, unless he empties out his heart, he is not going to last. When I pastored in Petaluma, our church was right on the main highway 101. The main highway going all the way up Northern California. We had all kinds of kooks come to our church. I want you to know they were every breed of cat you could think of. I had one come in one night, and we were in revival, and that fella got the Holy Ghost, the quickest I'd ever seen him. And I told him I had talked to him after church, before church was over, and I told him, I said, well, we hope you'll make this your home church. And finally, he said, I ain't got time to settle down and be a member of any church. I got to get out and preach. Yeah. <laughs> well, he walked out the door, and we never seen him again, so I don't know if he's preaching or not. I don't know what he's going to preach. But you see, when people come to the altar... of the world would call that paganism coming to an altar and kneeling down. We don't have altars in our churches. Matter of fact, we don't even have crosses. Ooh, hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> 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 
come to get baptized, we tell them they got to take off all the jewelry. conform to that teaching then just step out of line until you can conform then we will baptize you plain truth he wants a holy church he wants a church without spot or without wrinkle or any such thing he wants it clean and pure so if we can get a true repentance here and when they receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost I've got confidence that they can make it. This is just the plain truth tonight, church. Hallelujah. Then we move on to John 1 and 1. It said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was the In the beginning was the Word. What's the Word? And the Word was with God. And the Word was with God. And the Word was. Hallelujah. That's just plain truth. But sometimes we hear good stories. Oh, I like Jonah and the whale. But Jonah and the whale are not going to save me. I like to hear about it. I like to hear how David killed him. He just went up there and stepped upon his chest, took his chest, and that excites me. Hallelujah. David did it. Mm, I like it. But he didn't say it. Now, I don't, I don't mind people preaching about that, but I like to get down to where the Word is there and it's pricking my heart and exciting. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Everything. Everything. There's not anything around here that's not made by him. Right. What? All things. All things were made by right. him. And without him, there's not anything made that was made. Yeah. Read on. In him was life. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the life was the light of men. Go ahead. And the light shines in darkness. <clears throat> Comprehend it. Verse number 6. There was a man sent from God. His name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Mm-hmm. He was not that light. He was not the light. But, was sent to bear but he was sent to bear witness of that light. Hey, we're sent to bear witness of that thing. But he don't have anything on us. Right. Because I know a little bit more about it than John does right now. Right. Because I have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I've been carrying his name. I carry his name today. I 
and Mrs. Jesus, uh, if you please. Hallelujah. Why? It's because uh, I went to the watery grave uh, of baptism uh, and took his name. And look at John saying, John declared the truth, uh, but I've got the experience. Hallelujah. Woo! We ought to be shouting happy. What we're reading about right now, they had, they, John never enjoyed uh, what you've got. Uh, we ought to be on shouting grounds uh, because of this plain truth uh, gives us a hope uh, beyond uh, this old life. Amen. Read on. What else John got to say? That was the true life. Uh -huh. Why is every man that cometh into the world? Uh -huh. He was in the world. He was in the world. The world was made by him. And the world knew him not. Scientists are trying to get around that, but they're never going to get around that verse of Scripture right there. When they can respond to that verse, then we might get some grounds to talk. But let me tell you, until they can explain this verse right here, it said what? He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. But oh, thank God, he revealed it to some of us. Right. Amen. Amen. Five billion people plus in the world today. And there's probably not over uh, three million apostolics in the world today. But oh, thank God. Aren't you feeling privileged uh, that you have a right to wear his You had to be baptized in Jesus' name. And he filled you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost to make you overcomer. Plain truth. Plain truth will do something for you if you just really get excited and get it down on the inside. I am excited about this message. I'm excited about living for God. I want to tell the world. I want to tell people everywhere I go. He gave me a new lease on life. Amen. Let's see, that was what verse? Verse 10. Let's go on down through verse 14. No, no, he came into his own. Uh -huh. And his own received him not. He gave you the power. better than that tonight, church. Hallelujah. Read on. Uh-huh. Not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. You was born of God. Hallelujah. Oh, I've had them tell me that said, hmm, 
Oh, you just uh, you just got uh, man's religion. You just got something that somebody uh, concocted up and got everything around. But let me tell you something. But this is of God. Hallelujah. I want you to know when he said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. I want you to know uh, he really did not know what he was really talking about. Uh, but as we come down into the New Testament uh, and into this dispensation of time in which we live, we did not just have the word but we had the word with us I want you to know and it was revealed to us and it was extended to us that we could become the sons of God and then we read on and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the unbegotten Son. Hallelujah. Grace and truth. I want you to know that's just plain truth. But we got to move along. Let's go to Acts 1 and 8. You might make a mistake. Hallelujah. But ye, who's he talking about? He's talking about the the Jews, the people that were there at his ascension. Right. He said, but ye shall receive power after that. After that. The Holy Ghost is no power until you get the Holy Ghost. That's right. That's right. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people, now let me tell you something, church. The religion going around now, uh, the thing of the day, I guess I can put it that way, is uh, you receive Christ as you You don't have nothing until you get the three parts. Repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That's when salvation comes. Don't let nobody sell you a bill of goods. Uh, oh, uh, uh, you, 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 at repentance. I have talked to a lot of people, and they said, we have restudied the book of Acts. Uh, and uh, let me tell you something. I don't need to restudy the book of Acts. It's just as plain, as plain as can be. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is coming upon you. And you shall. Yeah, you, you, you're going to be witnesses. If you're not a witness... I doubt your experience. Right. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Allard, I, I just don't feel qualified. Do you feel qualified to have the Holy Ghost? Come on. Hallelujah. And I'm not going to dwell on that, but I just want you to know. It said, but you shall receive power. Yeah. After that, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Right. All right, so they're going to head out to Jerusalem. They get into the upper room. They're there, there for about 10 days. And Acts 2, 1 says what? When the day... And when the day of Pentecost was fully, was fully come, they were all with one accord. They were all with one accord in one place. In one place. No yes. telling what would happen if this church could get in one mind and one accord. Right. We're like a bunch of donkeys and mules. We get hitched up, and we all want to go the wrong, different direction. Plain truth. 
I preach this way at home, so don't worry about it. I'm just, I'm just cranking up so when I get back to the ivory coast, we get back on Friday, Lord willing, I'll be preaching Sunday morning yeah. and Sunday night somewhere. I'm ready, Ma. I just hope my French comes back. But let me tell you something. If we could just get like the book of Acts, we could get in one mind, in one accord, in one place. No telling what would happen. I believe that you'd have to move out of this building. Yeah. But we're too much of a change of people. Not wanting anybody to tell us how to do or how to come or how to go. Hallelujah. But if we could be submissive and submit to one another, what would God do? Look what he did in Jerusalem, in the upper room. house where they were sitting. And what happened? And there appeared unto them uh -huh. woven like as a fire. And it set upon this part of them. It set upon part of There was a flowing of the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. Right. But you know what happened? We were not in one mind and one accord. So one got blessed here, one got blessed here, one got blessed here, one got blessed there. The rest of the service in one mind and one accord and let God just use us as instruments, this place would have been slain by the power of the Holy Ghost. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. But what happened, it, 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 didn't it say it built all the house Thank you.